This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a girl whose guy doesn't want a relationship but keeps liking her posts on social media, and another guy who got dumped for another dude and now has to see them in class. Go check it out, share the episode with friends. Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. San York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to go into my closet. Creak. I'm going to grab a feather and I'm going to feather you, the listeners, nuts for half a second. Thank you for listening. Thank you for getting involved. Thank you for telling a friend. And now I want you to, I'm going to hand that feather to you, the listener. Here you go. And I want you to feather my nuts and keep sharing the podcast, telling a friend, sending those emails, keep spreading the word and keep sending me those Snapchats of you guys listening. It is so cool to see how big a range of listeners we have. Older people, younger people, high school kids, college students, Post grads, I I had a I was at a show once and a, a woman came up to me, and she's like, I know I'm not in your listener demographic, but I have kids and I'm in my 40s and I listen all the time and I'm like, there's no demo, this is for everybody, so get them all involved and it's so cool when you send me those snaps. I'm J Train 56 on Snapchat and. Keep doing it. Keep sending in those emails. The emails are fantastic. J Train comedy or J Train podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com even over it's halloween right now we're taping this on halloween so happy halloween it's coming out at midnight tonight um i got so many this weekend of you guys dressed up and you know being hilarious and then a couple of times i got videos of people just going doing the hello and welcome to me um and then sometimes it was just people going jtrainpodcast at gmail which was funny uh so it really it you know it glazes my gonads every time uh you guys send me a snap of you listening so please keep doing that keep sharing it that is how you do it you share it with a friend give the gift of papa j train papa jt singing sweet nothings into your friend's ear let this tongue tickle their ear let it happen give it away give it away for halloween some kid says trick-or-treat you say here here's papa jt go for it I'm very excited. Oh, and before we get to our guest, um, I want to get into Friday's episode is a very special. We, we've been, you've been asking and we delivered. It took two years. Two years to the day. Yeah. To the day. I don't know how that, that is a weird coincidence, but we taped it. It's already in, it's in what they, in the business, they call it in the can. It is in the can. There is a drinking game episode that is ready and raring to go for Friday. Now, that is an episode to listen with a group of people during a pregame. If you're under 21, that is not for you. But you can listen. 
You can do it with water. Yeah, it's still a funny episode. Still, it's, it's I, I think it was a hilarious episode. I, I've, I've laughed a, a good amount. Um, even afterwards, thinking back to shit that went on. So we had a case of beer, and we had a bunch of Jägermeister, and we took shots and chug beers based on certain little uh, Easter eggs throughout the podcast. So. It's coming out Friday, and it's with the guys from the Rad Dude Cast who have been regular. They're OKPs here on the podcast. They're always, you know, they're always on. But we had them all on together, so it gets wild. It's a lot of fun, and I'm also going to be hosting their live show that they're doing. They're doing a live show at New York Comedy Club November sixth at seven o'clock. So if you want to come to that show, I'll be hosting. They're going to do a lot of podcasts. It's at New York Comedy Club November sixth at seven o'clock, and I'll be there, and it'll be a lot of fun. And you can go to their website and. Use the promo rad dude, and that gets you five dollar tickets. So that's a good deal. And then, so get involved with that. In addition, November tenth, we're doing a live J Train show here with the Betches doing a Q and A at the end of the show. So if you love the bet, if you love Betch, uh, Betches love this, and you like this show, November tenth is a show for you to check out. You can go on StandUpNY.com and use the promo code J Train. That's promo code J Train for free tickets. Now. Now that all that is out of the way, I'm very excited about today's guest. Super funny comic. She's great. Amy Shanker, thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Totes preach. Uh, <laughs> go follow Amy. She's a fantastic comic. Super funny. At Amy Shanker on all platforms. And she's uh, got a website, amyshanker.com. So go check her out. Yeah, super easy. Pumped to have you. Thank you. I You just got back from China. We haven't talked about it yet. I, I've talked about it here. We haven't talked about we'll it. We'll talk about it. It is, China is uh, quite a place. It's bizarre. It's 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 wild. And it's, uh, we were just talking before you walked in about like Bill Belichick. He just traded like a major player from the defense. Like a, like a guy who's like very good. Right. And it reminded me of China. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that sit. Well, right away to China because, like, <laughs> for Bill Belichick, he trades the player, and everyone's like, "What? He's good!" And he's like, "I don't care what you say. <laughs> we fucking did it, and we're gonna see, and we'll deal with the consequences as they move forward." Nowadays, you know, that was the kind of the refreshing part about China is nowadays everything takes. I gotta hear an opinion from Joe Blow, and you know, Jesse Jesse Go, and you On know everything. On everything. You can't do anything. Everything is slogged down and such, what about if you offend this person or don't do this thing? And, that every, drives me nuts, yeah. Everything that happens these days seems to have this, just sounds like everything that happens moves at a Jewish wine's pace. Mm-hmm. You know, Which like, is a pace that I, I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Manischewitz? A Manischewitz. A man, <laughs> it moves... At a man of wine, it's pace. It's just every, even political shit and like, you know, you post something online. Everything just has this old granny Jew wine to it. And you go to China and they're like, that window's dirty. Go fucking clean it up. And then someone gets on a rope and belays themselves up, cleans the window, and it's done. And you just, so you're like, where'd that Jewish wine go? (laughs) Oh, I don't even hear it. I can hear, you know, that, oh my God, peace and quiet. You don't hear <laughs> everything. I don't know. I'm so He's exhausted. He's bright red when he does this. I, right? so I, that's how I look when I shit. Too. <laughs> I don't know. I was at the cellar last night and I got in this whole like conversation. I was empathizing with 
Trump voters. I was like, I, I you know, and like, Stop even, it. even but even saying that, like, I was this horrible person. Well, what was you your, know? what were you going for well, there? I'm just saying that I, I think that like they come, you know, they have a reason and it doesn't mean that their reason is they hate black people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think it has to be that. Right. And they're made, you know, and you're seeing now that Trump, people who are going to vote for Trump are tired of it. And I don't fucking blame them at all. Yeah. If you're being told for a year that you're a stupid fucking idiot for something that you believe in for your own reasons and you've done your own deductive pre- deductive yeah. reasoning, you've done it on your own, which you're an adult, you have the freedom to do, and you've said, this is my decision, and someone's just like, well, you're a stupid fucking idiot. And right. saying it freely and openly and laughing with a group of people, at a certain point, you're just going to be like, fuck you. Yeah, but that should have come a lot earlier. What? If you're gonna if you're gonna vote for somebody like if you're hiding who you're voting for, I think that says enough. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying they're even they can't come out with it. You, right. you can't. Well, I, I watch Michael Moore get on stage here. I, I've talked about this in the podcast, but you watch Mike. I watch Michael Moore get on the get on stage here. He tried to do stand up, and it didn't didn't go well for Michael. <laughs> uh, was he actually now because he just released like Michael Moore in Trump Land, which is like him doing a stage show. So he was probably working uh, out bits from that. It actually, seemed well. like that. I mean, this is what happens every election time with comedy. People got to, you know, any election style tweet is mm-hmm. going to get attention because it's just in the news and everyone's thinking about it. Yeah, it's so everywhere. You, yeah, so you get a bunch of favorites and likes and tweets and retweets and you're like, oh, I'm pretty fucking funny. And Michael Moore has a following, so he's probably made a bunch of jokes on Twitter, and people were like, you're hilarious. And he was like, let's go on stage and, and see like, how this goes. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he goes up, and that audience was like, like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you know, they're not his followers. And, uh, you know, giving him a little bit of leeway, it was a very light show. So there was only a few people here. But there was one table. There was like, let's say there's 20 people, but there was one table that made up a lot of the audience that was like a family. Yeah. And he gets up and he's like, I'm here to talk about the end of the world. You know, when you do your first time stand up, you're like, I'm going to do this joke and this joke and then this joke and then wait for my applause. Mm-hmm. You know, like applause for laughter. Yeah, yeah. And you like write those <laughs> into your first set. You could tell Michael Moore had kind of done that. So he goes, I'm here to talk about the end of the world when Trump wins. And this one guy with his family was just like, ah, Let's go. <laughs> he looked at his whole family. He's like, we're leaving. And I watched it and he was like, he goes, stand up. We're leaving. And you just see Michael Moore being like, what the fuck is happening? Oh my God. This wasn't written into my notes. <laughs> you know? And you Pause just see the whole a family of five to leave. Yes. Yeah. He didn't put that into his notes. So the family just gets up and the, and the guy just looks at him and goes, there's two people to vote for. <laughs> and, and, and I kind of looked at him. I was like, it's got a good point. Like I, I felt for him in that moment. Now you know you don't have to agree with someone to empathize with their position. You know, like and you know. there's somebody on both campaigns with like the advertising budget, and they're like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I just felt for this dad. Like he's there with his kids, and someone's gonna go up, and he knew what was gonna happen. Someone's gonna go up and talk about how he's a fucking idiot for ten minutes. And it's how like, how old were his kids? They were all like adults, you know, okay. like I just think it's, it's just like no one, there's a point, there's a breaking point, you know, and I think <laughs> we're hitting that with a lot of people. Oh, we're and, hitting it. And it's just like, and you see it, like you see it in them because no one, you know, it's one thing to get scored on. It's another thing to have watched someone dance in the end zone. And that's a lot of, and now I'm not saying you can't be adult enough to see someone dance in the end zone and get over it, mm-hmm. but I'm do saying your animal instinct is fuck that guy. Oh Yeah. 
You know, so uh, this is, I don't know, we got to this place, right? I didn't, this happened last night, so I was just like, I, and I, and you know, I know being someone who leans for a comic that leans more right than the natural, than the most comics that I come in t- touch with, mm-hmm. uh, that I'm not walking in being like, you know, I'm not screaming to the heavens how much Trump voters need our sympathy, but it came up and I'm not going to just sit there and be like, no. Right, you're right. You know, like I no, I I have an opinion too. Whatever. So, I no conversations about it are good, but the conversations are the only way you get to a place. And listen, no answer for any country or anything is done from a right or left side. That's mm-hmm. not the answer. The answer is in the middle somewhere. It's in the gray. So you have to give and take. If you you know, it's a negotiation. Everything's a negotiation. Right. So I don't know. I I don't want to get down this road because we're already down this road. But I, <laughs> I, I the, the Michael Moore story is funny because you're just watching this family like, no, we're done. That's great. Right. <laughs> no, my most favorite part is like just him being a new comedian because he's so used yes. to I get a lot of emails, and we never do them on the podcast because this isn't what it's for, but they're like, how do I get into comedy? What do I do? Mm. And a lot of people are like, oh, I got to write up. I have my set written out, you know, <laughs> which is like the first thing a lot of uh, new comics say. Like, I, it's already written. I got to get my five written, and then I'll right. go up. I'm like, uh-uh, kid. Whatever you have written, <laughs> fucking, you're going to get, you know, what, are they, what is the Mike Tyson quote? You, get, you don't know who you are until you get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's kind of wh- what it is. So you just, and I, you know, here's the advice for that. Just get on fucking stage. Just you know, go on stage, yeah. Michael Moore couldn't do it. You know, so, <laughs> so we're going to get to the emails. Amy, I'm, I'm super pumped to have you here. Uh, you're so funny. Amy Shanker, at Amy Shanker, amyshanker.com. We got great emails. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. I mean, this is on the subject. Serious advice. This is a person's asking for serious advice. Need advice on dealing with a girl that lied about not being there, uh, not being, so, lied about there not being someone else when she broke up with me. The guy is someone I know and have class with. I have two classes with her and have to see her at least two to three days a week with the guy. What the fuck do I do? What is some advice for getting back in the game, keeping it nice and professional now, but seeing them together less than a week later is brutal. Yeah, that stings. Fucking horrible. You ever have that happen to you? Yeah. What happened? You know, it's like that phrase, happiness is the best revenge, basically. And as much as hard as it is, if when I did see them, I just acted like I was the happiest person. Like I was living my life and, yeah. and being, and like, and it wasn't for like purely I'm over him and I'm going to get over him. It mm-hmm. was like definitely to make him jealous, you know? Yes. Like, oh, look at, look, oh, she must be Yeah. Doing like, well. how is she already past this? How is she cool? I mean, it's so tough. The one thing, uh, you know, this is any, any dumped situation. Mm-hmm. I know what this guy did. He was like, he went to, is there someone else? Yeah, there's always someone else. Yeah. Like, and you know, when I, when I end things with a girl, and if she asks me, there's, there's someone else, yeah. Today I saw a girl that I wanted to fuck right away. <laughs> That's someone else. You know who yeah. else is someone else? Uh, the person at Starbucks that I dealt with, well, the barista. Uh, it, you know yeah. who else is someone else? Like, there's a, the, the, the someone else is not you. Right. It's just you know? like if a guy or a girl says, no, I'm not ready for a relationship. That, that's not what it no. is. I don't want to be with you in a relationship. Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I'm always ready to find yeah. the perfect one. Right. If he comes along, it's just not you. And that's the thing. So w- where he went to, is there someone else? And that's him saying that, like, you know, he's in a place where he doesn't feel confident, which mm-hmm. who feels confident when they're being dumped? Dumped. Nobody. Nobody. So you're, you were totally fine. You're not wrong on any of these fronts, this guy, where it's like, is there someone else? Of course, you're going to ask that question because you're wondering, you know, where are you? Are you jumping from me to this person? And right. then it's like, 
Yeah, maybe there's, but the reason they're ending it is because they looked at someone else. They were like, ah, that person's probably better for me than you. And then they ended it. So yeah, there always is someone else, but maybe that someone else isn't even the person they end up with. It's just. I doubt it'll be the person that they end up totally. with. Totally. And, and what you're saying is the advice. You got to be fucking Joe Cool I think that when you, you see need, them. Yeah, you have to absolutely play it cool and like you don't have a care in the world. And honestly, probably by the time that she realizes she may have made a mistake and wants to come back, you'll have already moved on if that is what happens. Totally right. And also, anger looks Bad, really bad. Anger looks really fucking bad. So, and I'm not saying you have to be their best friend. I'm not saying Mm -mm. when you see her in class, you don't have to go fucking sit with her. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't have to be this person's like. You know. uh, No, I would say if you see her, say hi, and and that's it. Wave across. You make eye contact. You do a wave. Say what's up. Say what's up to the guy. Yeah. Say hi to him. Hey probably bother her even more like why is he so fine with us yeah and, and when you look angry it looks like you lost your penis mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like like if you're sitting in the corner it just looks like like in being like i like and with an anger face it yeah, just looks nobody, like someone nobody. cut off your dick and you can't find it anymore and that's what you're mad about <laughs> you know it, it, when you're in the corner being like yeah i'm just doing my fucking shit i'm good that looks like you own your penis right you know and everybody wants somebody who can own their penis everyone wants a penis owner Mm -hmm. you know so it's like you know and everyone wants confidence too so like the anger you know so and so this is the toughest advice to take it's to be like hey listen you're gonna be fine you can be as mad as you want at home by yourself yeah but also what you're gonna do it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like um forward motion you know if you go out and act happy and be fine with it and be cool with it you're going to be closer to being cool with it in general you know if you sit there and stew in front of their face you're going to have to go home and like you know you ever been mad and then you just like about one thing and then you move to the next thing and you're still fucking mad Mm -hmm. you get you know anger is like is kind of like a like a rubber band that's getting pulled you can't just you know you're going to snap a little bit so like you you it, just know that if you're sitting in public getting angry about this in front of them you're going to bring that somewhere else Right. And, it, and it's going to take, you have to come down from anger. Yeah, you have to come down from it, but you should feel it too. Like you should be able to feel the feelings you want to feel for a breakup, you know? Fine. Feel the feelings. Just don't but, do it. But do it publicly. Like, no, don't do it in a way where it's going to like be detrimental to who you are as a person or who people w- think you are. Totally. You know? And what's going to happen? What's going to happen? He's going to see him in class, okay? He's going to put on frowny face, okay? Mm-hmm. He's not going to talk to them on purpose. He's going to say to himself, good, I let them know how mad I am. Then later in that week, you're going to go out, you're going to get drunk, you're going to see them at a party, and you're going to have to repeat that whole process. And it's exhausting. And it's exhausting. And you're going to have to put frowny face back on at the party. Now, you're at the party with frowny face when there's other chicks passing you by. Yeah. But don't just go stop other chicks to get over her. No, that's not going to help you. But, you know, help. or, you know, but you don't masturbate a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Amy Shanker at Amy Shanker, all platforms. Wedding moves. My cousin is getting married in December. I told my cousin to put me down for a plus one. I'm thinking about asking this potential girl to come with me, but there are a few concerns. The wedding will be a dry wedding. Ugh. Ugh. What is wrong with these people? That I, for those at home, for the, those at home, dry means no alcohol. Does he have to go? He writes in parentheses, I know, how horrible. That's also how Jared's <laughs> feeling right now. Yeah, I'm dry. <laughs> I'm so flaccid from this wedding. This, oh, 
Who would do that to somebody? A that's, dry wedding? That's rude. Have you ever been to a dry wedding? No. Why would I go to a dry wedding? I wouldn't go to a dry wedding. He writes, two, the wedding is in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, so the potential of bars after the wedding is not an option. What's the move for convincing a girl to come to the middle of Iowa while it's cold as fuck to a dry wedding? Look forward to hearing what you say. Keep up with the good work. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of a plus one to the wedding? Like asking, getting the plus the one? The family wedding? This sounds like it's a family. Yeah, cousin getting married. So he's got to go. He can't say no to this wedding. I mean, does he want to put somebody through that? I get where he's coming from where it's like, listen, it's a family wedding. I don't know. I can't really. The problem with a family wedding and going as a stag, like going alone, mm-hmm. is that now you're, just, you're Johnny trying to get fucked in front of mom and dad. Right. You know, but, so, and that's not like a look that we're trying to show our parents. Right. So you're. So his thinking is, I'll bring the plus one. And it'll be a fun date, and it. I don't have to look like I'm, you know, on the prowl. I can just be fun with this girl, with my friends and family, and it'll be a nice time. Which I get, because I'm usually the proponent of if you're single, no plus one, just go have. Yeah, fun. I don't take a plus one if I'm single. Never. I. I the rule should be. You need to be in a relationship at the time of getting the invitation to bring a plus one. Yeah. You can't just fall into the plus one because, you know, plus one is really a crutch. Like, it's, it was nice of them to give you a plus one. You know what? I wonder. I deny it. You know, when I'm single, like, I think it's, I think it's actually obnoxious to take the plus one when you're single, even if they give it to you. No, I'm wondering if he could trade his plus one for booze instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like uh, one <laughs> handle of vodka for this plus one. Whatever you were going to spend on this <laughs> yeah. plate, just buy booze. <laughs> well, that's part of the advice. I, I think what he does, if you bring, there's two ways to go about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You either go no plus one, you you just have a nice family time and just fucking own it. That's a family nice night. You know, just be with your family and have fun, dance, whatever. Get, you know, get as wild as you can at a dry wedding. Right. Maybe meet some people there who are also as not into it as you are. Right. Well, because if he's at a dry wedding and he brings a date, he's going to have to be like, sorry, I didn't, there's no booze. And yeah. Well, here's what that's the advice. And he's worried about that. He's worried about that. And here's where the advice for that comes in. If you're going to bring the girl, to the plus, if you're gonna bring the girl to the family wedding that doesn't look like it's gonna be a great time, you can't sell somebody on the negative. Right. You have to sell them on the positive. So you can't. If I went, you know, if I, if I said to you, Amy, um, so I have this family. Let's do some J Train Theater. We do this every now and again. So okay. I'm gonna ask you to my family wedding and tell me how. And it's gonna be. This is how he's asking this girl at this point. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Amy, uh, what's going on? How you been? Uh, good. How are you? I'm good. I, I actually just got invited to my cousin's wedding. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's like in the middle of nowhere, and uh, my family's like kind of like boring, and they don't really drink at all. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, so it's going to be actually a dry wedding, and like I don't want to go at all, and it like, sounds like it fucking sucks. Yeah, and, you should skip it. No, well, I can't because it's like a family wedding, so do you want to like go with me? To... A dry wedding with your yeah, I know it sucks so much, but family. like yeah, my family's so boring. But like, do you want to like go to this horrible situation? Like, can you sell it a little more? I, uh, and and so, so see, like you come at somebody with that, and it's like <laughs> like who wants to even go with you at that point? No. So my advice: you got to sell the sizzle. Mm-hmm. You got to bring bring the what's good about this. Hey. This is going to be a... I, hey, listen. Uh, my cousin's having a wedding. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
uh, you know, and sell that it's going to be, my family's a lot of fun. They love to dance. Uh, this cousin happens to have an alcohol issue, so mm-hmm. they're not going to have any alcohol at the wedding. But I'm going to bring, uh, I'm going to bring a, a flask with me, and we can just like have fun, yeah. our own fun, and it'll be our own thing. So now it's like, and we can drink at the hotel after, and drink at the hotel after. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring a little flask, and it, that's the advice. You got to bring. You're gonna say, listen, it's gonna be our little thing. Maybe a little weed, maybe a little, you know, like you're gonna say to them, listen, it's dry, but we're gonna have the best time, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. make sure of it. And I would love for you to come with me and have fun with me at this wedding because really, I'm kind of alone, right. you know, and I and I just need a PIC. Partner, you know, there could be a limbo contest that you guys could both have fun. Yes, at. and if you do the flask at the dry wedding, here's my advice. On top of that advice, don't be that guy. Yeah, you can't. Be you that cannot guy. be caught. You have to have. You have to drink as if it is a funeral. <laughs> a flask at a wedding is to take the edge off. It's not to get wasted. That is the advice. Like, you got to take. It's just enough. To get you two on the same team, looking mm-hmm. at everyone else, being like, look at these fucking idiots, they don't even yeah. know. Yeah. And that's kind of sexy. Yeah, it's fun. You have a secret. You have a little secret. It's like a workplace romance. You mm-hmm. know, oh, now we got this thing. No one can smell the alcohol on our breath because we did rumplements. Yeah, and you need <laughs> you know? to get the alcohol she likes, not the alcohol that you like. Rumplements. <laughs> rumplements. Okay, I'm telling you right now, it's mint. So the, and then you chew gum with the rumplements, and then <laughs> I'm just teaching people how to be a dick to their family. Uh-huh. <laughs> we go rumplements in the flask. It's a high proof liqueur, right? And you and so be careful. Be very careful. Vodka's also not. Vodka smelly. Really smell it. You can if you go because he'll go. And also, vodka's a tough pull. Tough pull from a flask. That is not mm. something you're gonna. Yeah, you're, you're right. Especially warm. So you either pregame the wedding and then you prepare for the postgame. And now you're gonna. Now you're Johnny Plan it all. That's the best part of this whole thing. That is. That's really good because she needs to know if she's gonna be going. That you have literally everything under control. Everything's already handled and it's done. This and is she for, just has to go. And this is for any formal invitation. Yeah. Like absolutely. if you bring a girl to a semi-formal or a formal mm-hmm. or a, a, a wedding or any or a date, you have if you have everything in line, like we're doing this first, we're going with our friends for the pregame, we're gonna go to dance, we're gonna have a fun time, then we're gonna come back and I have all this stuff. That's hot. It's perfect. That's that, exactly how it should be. That's what girls want. They want to yeah. know like you're gonna be taking care of the night that you are presenting to them. So everything about you being negative about the time is like, oh this is a guy that's not even going to prepare for it. He doesn't yeah. even care enough to put a fucking plan together to it's make sure be, we had fun. Yeah, it's going to be, I don't, well, what do you want to do now? <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> so all you have to do is come in hot with a happy mentality about it and then plan this fucker. Yeah, solid plan. Rumplements. Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Amy Shanker at Amy Shanker on all platforms. Go follow her, support her, super funny, get involved. Listen, we are sponsored today. We are sponsored. Harry's. What do you love most about shaving with Harry's? I really like the post-shave balm. Have you Sm- used it? Yeah, it smells great. Well, I know I didn't use it, but I smelled it. Yeah. It have you have you ever smelled the Harry's post-shave balm? I've been No, putting, I don't think so. I've been putting it on Do you have it? When I don't shave. I don't have it with me, but I will show because you know what it is? It's one of the it's like a light smell. You know, it's just enough to be like maybe he sweats hot. 
Oh, that is sexy. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe he doesn't even care, but he cares. You know, you want that smell. Just like a little scent that when you're like in close, you're like, oh, it's just for me. You want to, <laughs> well, this is what it is. This You want to have a smell that's not so much that you tried to make people smell it, but just enough that you care to put it on. Mm-hmm. So you got to get in close to smell that. And I put it on right away and I can, I can feel it. I can yeah, feel put it, it on your balls too. Yeah, put right? a little bit on your balls. Put a little bit on your, maybe that's their new ad campaign for Harry's. <laughs> Harry's. <laughs> Shave with put Harry's. Put balls. a little bit on your balls. <laughs> that could be a fun thing. We're just giving ideas. I you like know? it. So that's, I mean, I just love shaving. I love the whole experience because sometimes, you know, as guys, we skip over shit. We're like, just fucking shave it and get out of here. I delved in. I used the fucking shaving cream, the, you the razor. Yourself. I pampered myself in my yeah. own bathroom, you know, and, and that's a nice thing. So, listen, that's what I love. And how does Harry's compare to other shaving solutions I've tried? I've never gotten into it as much because I've never really had the whole kit. You know, when I used to go, I'd go to the store, I'd, go, I'd be like, give me those cheapest razors. And they're all overpriced and it's bullshit. Oh, they're so overpriced. You're just trying to get out of there. This, it gets delivered to your door and you got the whole kit and caboodle. And it's, Cheaper, too. That's the thing. Big razor companies have always made a small change, come out with the newest version, raising their already high prices. Unlike those guys, Harry's doesn't believe in upcharging, which is why they made their razors even better, and they're keeping prices exactly the same. Harry's five-blade razors now include softer softer flex hinge for a more comfortable glide, trimmer blade for hard-to-reach places. I don't use the trimmer blade enough. I gotta get into that. Get on it, man. Gotta get on it. I'm afraid that I'll screw it up, and then all of a sudden I look like uh, Guido Jared, and like I'll, <laughs> like I'll go after my sideburns, and then all of a sudden I'll, I'll go a little too close. Now I have like a skinny sideburn. Oh. So maybe I'll give it a try. Just keep it away from I'll your give, eyebrows. Yeah, keep away from the eyebrow. I, listen. <laughs> Can't touch the money makers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lubricating strip, textured handles for more control when it's wet. Still just $2 per blade compared to $4 or more you'll pay for the drugstore. By owning the factory in Germany they'll make the, where they make the blades, Harry's can produce high-quality razors themselves, sell them online for half the price. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you the popular free, free trial set which comes with a razor, five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. Get your free trial set when you subscribe. Just pay $3 for shipping. And I got a special offer for my listeners. Enter code JTRAIN. That's code JTRAIN. That's code J-T-R-A-I-N at checkout and get a post-shave bomb for free with your order. That's the bomb I'm talking about. That's the one we're going to put on our balls. Yeah. I just, I can't, I, I'm hoping that I see, from now on, if it's a listener, I had a listener at the show last night, uh, and he was like, J-Train, I'm so, you know, he was excited to be there. I was excited that he came. Um, from now on, I want just listeners to just look at me, and we'll give a knowing nod that we both have Harry's shave bomb on our balls. There's some pics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the pics. No. <laughs> Go to harrys.com right now, enter code J-Train at checkout to claim your free trial set and post-shave Bomb. So get involved with that. Go to harrys.com, promo code JTRAIN. Let's get into more emails. Okay. You're killing it right now. Too poor to hang with friends. Okay. Jared, I used to work in finance for eat. I'm a senior at a large state school. My pled brothers and I are starting to lock down jobs for next year. Five of us are moving to New York City. I'm extremely pumped, but a problem is looming on the horizon. I need some of your advice. I work at an entry level. I'm working an entry level finance job, and it pays a modest salary. Get, don't get me wrong. I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity. I always have enough money to pay the bills, but I just won't have enough money left over to go out on weekends. My four pledge brothers are all working at a large investment banks, and their starting salaries are t- roughly twice as much as what I'll make. For the record, I'm not jealous of these guys. They've worked their asses off. Deserve. Okay, 
stop sucking their dicks. Uh, this guy's a Trump. Yeah, this guy's. <laughs> they all work. Uh, also want to uh, want to constantly do all the drinking, all you can drink brunch and happy hours, which is going to cost a fortune. My point is, I'm not going to be able to afford to hang out with them. I love these guys, and I know we'll make an effort to get together. But I guess I'm worried that my lack of funds will prevent me from going out. I'll eventually be seen as the outsider in the group. Do you have any ideas for how I can deal with this? Are there any ways a bunch of dudes can hang out without dropping some serious coin? Any advice would be. Awesome. What do you think? Mm, that's a hard one because New York is so expensive. But it can yeah. you can live cheap here if you want. It's you all know, about, it kind of just depends on how he spreads his money. It's all about preparation, you know. And I, I think that's really the key. A couple things: when you graduate, people aren't hanging out every night. It's exhausting. Yeah. Well, and you're starting in in the real world. Yeah. And that and it's a hard shift. Yes. Really. And, and and that's the thing about like uh, um, time. Yeah. College, if you if you think if you're in college right now and you're thinking like, oh my God, I'm gonna have, you know, to pay bills and pay rent, but you're also gonna have to be working. You don't have the time to spend money. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, a lot of this guy's uh, worry is based on the amount of t- free time he has now. Right. But which it's is and like, that his friends have for that matter. Exactly. Which isn't, it's gonna be so different. And finances, I don't know. They're gonna be working long hours. It's I'm just saying very like long. his amount of free time right now is unlike anything he'll have for the rest of his life. Right. You know, you're going to have free time, but it's just not going to be in the same way. They're going to be very specific hours. Mm-hmm. There are going to be times where you're going to be not free enough to go out on every occasion. Uh, there's going to be mornings where you have to wear, work weekends. So yeah, all those times are times you have to work, but also times you're not spending money. Right. So, Or that you have to get up super early for work and you don't want to stay out late because you just can't. You won't be able to function the next day. Totally. And the best hangouts post-grad are planned hangouts. So... My advice to this guy is be the party recruiter. So you be in <laughs> yeah. charge of some creative ideas that get you in the fold that are also cheap. If they want to do an all-day brunch, that's fucking great. One time, <clears throat> when I moved into my apartment, this is a while back, um, I had everyone over for a pregame for a Penn State football game. Mm-hmm. And I had them at my place, and I made food and had booze. And when you bring stuff in, grocery stores and liquor stores are way cheaper than bars. Yeah, much cheaper. Much cheaper. And that's not as much in a college town because in a college town you're like, oh, we got dollar drink. Cent draws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it, I miss college. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna we used to have dollar drink, dollar everything. Mm-hmm. And we'd throw a twenty down and just be like, twenty vodka sodas. Like that's an insane <laughs> thing. You that can't do that. Shouldn't be allowed. That shouldn't be allowed, but <laughs> maybe that's why I'm hungover right now at 31. But I'm saying <laughs> and when you get to a city, you Going to a store, going to a grocery store, going to the back here, it's so much less expensive that you should prepare for that any chance you get. Yeah. So if you do pre-games, that means you're not spending money at bars. Then you're splitting it with friends. With Venmo, Venmo made is changed the game on it's splitting shit It's so much shit easier. So much easier. So you're not embarrassed to be like, it's also made it a little passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, hey, I'm going to the store. So if you were to plan, hypothetically plan an event where it's like, they're all doing an all day drinking brunch, you can go online and find the cheapest one that's also fun. Yeah. And then you can also plan a pregame to that where maybe you can opt into that and opt out of the brunch. Yeah, absolutely. The biggest thing with being the poor friend is don't make it everyone else's problem. 
don't make it everyone else's problem. But also, and then I like your idea about planning. You can also plan like bars that have the happy hour deals, like have your group meet there and have fun there. And I guarantee that just because your friends are making more money than you doesn't mean that they want to spend it all on booze. And they all don't want to do more money things. Right. They still want to do the things you're doing in college. Yeah, you need to have money. Yeah. And this is also like spend your time at your job doing the right thing so you can work mm-hmm. your way up to get to the same. You know, this is yeah, all exactly. This is all about you know incentive. You know, right. your incentive is that you want to drink more. I don't know if it's the right incentive, but listen, you, we all have our things. So I, I love drinking; it's fun, yeah. but uh, you got no, you got to you got a budget. That's for sure. And totally. And I and you know I'm at the point now where you know. So I, I, besides this, if you get ahead of it, the worst thing in the world is to have the friend that's cheap. Or can't afford things, and they bring it up at the last fucking second. Yeah, you when know, the when, bill comes. When the bill comes, and you're like, dude, <laughs> you shouldn't have come. You know, right, like I'm exactly. more mad at the. Everyone loves the guy who's there sometimes. Mm-hmm. No one loves the guy who's there all the time but and then fucks up your order. There. Yeah, right. That goes. Well, I got two martinis, so here's my twenty dollars. It's like, dude, yeah. throw the card in the middle. Yeah, you that's knew what this was girls happen. do. That's a girls' game. That is <laughs> such a girls' game. It's the worst, and they don't. They don't know how. All of a sudden, they don't know what twenty percent is. Yeah, they you know, can't count. They're guessing what it costs. You know, when it's an eight dollar martini, and they're like, "Oh, it's, here's ten dollars <laughs> for my two. So I'm saying, like, you know, a lot of these people, they, you know, they're like, they're like, uh, you know, they end up being like the owner of the Titanic. <laughs> you need thirty lifeboats. <laughs> you know, like, you know, yeah. Like, so I, I think the the thing is with with all this stuff, planning, get ahead of it. And be the planner, yeah, for sure. Be the planner because you could plan a party where it's like, listen, this is going to cost. Me. Also, people will if you do if you plan an event. Here's another thing: you can get yourself off the hook for paying for a lot of this. Yeah, shit. people bring. People want someone to just be in charge of their shit mm-hmm. so that they don't have to worry about it. So if you're like, hey, everybody, I'm having people over, twenty bucks each, gonna have all the booze, gonna have all the food. If you get ten people involved. You You're might set. get off the hook for paying for this shit. Yeah. This, uh, you know, not to chew this thing up, but uh, that's a deal. But there's also like those deals where you ha- can have like booze and stuff delivered to you that if it's your first time doing it, like they'll give you 20 bucks off an order. Like there's so many there's ways so to There's so skim. many things, but also, yeah, totally. And saying to, hey, everyone, Venmo me 20 bucks. I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. No one cares as long as it's taken care of. Right. Nobody's like, well, can I have my dollar back from Venmo? Yeah. And if they're like, no. why, why do we have to pay? Well, th- then. They shouldn't come. <laughs> and if you, ha- yeah, and then, and then if they have it, if it's at your place, leftovers. So mm-hmm. podcast at gmail.com, podcast at gmail.com. Here with Amy Shanker at Amy Shanker. We're going to do one more email. This has been great. Yeah. We'll keep it moving. I, let's do a, do a spicy one. Let's do a spicy one. I think we, we do deserve it. I think we deserve the spice. Fuck my boss. Oh boy. Or I'll give you the choice. Freshman in need, X coming to town. Are those two separate things? All separate. Am I being a dick? Probably. <laughs> you have to Performing ask. bro's wedding. Getting blackballed. A female email. We can do a chick email. Need a guy's perspective. Um, the X who came back. Oh, don't take them back. <laughs> There's your answer. Yeah. X rekindled and extinguished. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one. This is the one I like. Guy is hanging around. Okay. This is, this is a lady listener. <laughs> Chick email. 
This oh, summer. God. <laughs> this summer, I was set up with a guy who I ended up really hitting it off with. We we went out only. Uh, we only went out twice, but the dates were epic marathon dates, going from drinks to dinner, meeting his friends at a party, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I slept over on the second date. We didn't have sex, but he went down on me three times. So that was pretty awesome. Hmm. <laughs> Good for him. What a, what a sport. Uh, we never really texted between dates. Even before we met, he would text to make and confirm plans, but no chat. I was okay with it, especially understanding he is in a competitive MBA program. He was working a lot in his internship this summer. When we hung out, I felt like there was a strong connection. He was giving me all the signs, great conversation, banter, comfortability, and great sexual chemistry. He also kept telling me how much his friends love me, which must be a good sign, right? Anyways, here's the issue. He's doing a fall internship abroad for his MBA program, moved overseas in August. I knew this from uh, from the first date, but I didn't want to make a big deal since I wasn't sure if I was going to really connect with him or not. The morning of our second date, he said he had a lot to do before moving in, in a couple weeks, but would text me the following week to see if I was available to hang out a weeknight or more one more time. We were both we were both going out of town all the weekends leading up to his departure the following week. That sentence read weird. If I was available to hang out on a weeknight one more time, since they were both going away on the weekends. The following week, in his last week of work, I tried texting him a little, sending a funny clip, bringing up a joke that from the past weekend. He would respond, but never continue the conversation, so I got the hint and stopped texting. To my surprise, the following week, he texted saying he, was going, he wasn't going to have time to meet up during the week. We discussed. He apologized, said he hoped he didn't mess up my schedule. I totally understood, and I said I would love to see him before I left, and he had time. He sent me a long message explaining that he had a lot of fun with me, but because he was moving, he didn't want to pursue anything more serious at this time. He said... He didn't want me to think he was avoiding me. He was just really distracted with the big move. I said I was understood, and that was that. For the past few months since he has been abroad, he has asked to follow me on Instagram and Facebook, and he often liked my photos, although he doesn't seem to be a serial liker. He hasn't reached out beyond that. Obviously, it has been a while since we went out, but I'm still hoping we st- he will want to go out once he returns. I want to wait until he's back and settled late December, but do hope he reaches out. On the other hand, I wonder if I shouldn't expect anything because of his final text before he moved. How should I go about this or go about thinking about this? Should I wait to see if he reaches out? If I want to reach out when he returns, when's the be- what's the best way? Thanks for your advice. If your advice doesn't work, let me know the next time you do stand up in D.C. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, what do you think of that? I I studied abroad in college, mm. and um, he I mean he's got a lot going on right now. I think that him texting is or him liking things while he's abroad mm. is he's also lonely because yeah. he doesn't know a lot of people. But he gave her a pretty clear yeah no. This is an interesting conundrum because this is like very 2016. Mm-hmm. Like no one if <laughs> if this email if it were written. Five years ago, this wouldn't be a thing. Someone like, would wouldn't be, be. Well, someone would be like, well, if this was written to, let's say, when I was abroad. Right. 2000. Uh, oh my God, this is going to date. Myself. You're looking at me like I would know. 2005, six. Okay. 2006, when I was abroad. If this was, you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, liking. Like liking and it Facebook. Just, it, you're on Facebook enough. When you're abroad, but now it's on your phone. You have it's the, everywhere. You're to, you know, this kid's taking a shit in Rome, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Let's go see what's going on back in the home home side." Yeah, it's you seemed, know, like I mean, he, it seems like he just kind of wants to. Well, not this upset is her. Well, what the thing is, this is such a new thing that as a guy, this is a move. It is a move. This is like a move. he's setting stuff up for when he gets yeah, back. Yeah, this is the hookup alley oop. I've you know in, in a different form. I talk about the I I I, I coined this thing called the hookup alley oop, which when you're in a relationship with someone, 
but then you like start a conversation with another girl who's been messaging you mm-hmm. while you're in the relationship. So then you end the relationship. So then you slam dunk the girl once you're out of the relationship. Right. So you, uh, you, you're literally alley-ooping yourself from your one future to the self next. to the one to the next. This is a different version. This is kind of like the social, this is the social media version where he's not in the relationship. What he did is went on the dates, had fun. He right. liked the time with you. Right. Okay. Those were great. Then he stated what he wanted. Mm-hmm. So now he has the writing on, he set his contract up. I don't want a relationship. I'm very busy. He, I'm here for you if you want that. So he right. has stated what he wants. Now he goes abroad. He he stays active with your social media because you didn't end on bad terms. You but guys are not, cool with you know, each other. He's just liking. He's not emailing. He's not messaging. Exactly. So just the random likes is enough of him saying, still here. Yeah. Still here. Like it's him. T- I've said this, you know, it's him tapping on the window. But it's not him. I don't think I would be okay with that. Like I would want him to reach out a little more. You would want to reach out, but wanting is the next step to doing. Now you're thinking about it. You know, oh. Now you're like, oh, I want him to reach out more. And now you got a guy that you want more. You know, Do you he, think that he's liking so that she'll reach out? I think he's liking just to be around. I think okay. he just wants a little subtle reminder I exist, and I got this penis. Yeah. And it, and it works, even abroad. Well, why do you think that, that he didn't go out with her the last time? Do you think that he I really he was got, too busy? I think he was busy, but everyone's busy till they don't want to be. Yeah. So I think he would have gotten with her if he really saw how this could become a big thing. So I think when he comes back, he now knows he can come back, and there's a hookup waiting for him. Right, but he doesn't have to go on any dates. He knows he can say to her, "But it's a hey, hookup." I'm is back. What he it's going to be, be a hookup. He wants a hookup. Well, no guy is going to go down on you three times in a night that you haven't slept with unless he's trying to sleep with you. Like that's uh, the third time. Well, the, the 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 going down on her thing also to me that's a guy who likes to be told he's doing a good job, who right. likes attention. Oh, absolutely. So, so the likes and stuff like him going down on her three times in one night, like. Listen, partner. What you know? Who's been mad at you? You know. You know. Who needs more social media followers? Yeah, this I mean, guy. if that's what he needs to yell into for his therapy session, like, yeah, <laughs> there's open a, your legs, but throw it in there. <laughs> like, but I'm saying, so I'm saying, a guy who's a pleaser also wants to know that he's appreciated. So he's gonna. So he keeps girls around that he doesn't necessarily love, but he likes. And that's my issue with this guy is that he doesn't necessarily. Like want to be in a relationship with you, but he does want to know that you're not like mad or that you're still on yep. good terms, and that's kind of a a dick move. I it's think. a dick move. I'm not saying it's a di- it's a move. Yeah, he's not. He, he might not realize that he's doing it. We all realize what we're okay, doing. Okay, yeah, I, I, I just so think too. I think what he's <laughs> he realizes that he's told her he doesn't want a relationship, and that is in perpetuity. Right. And you know, that, so now he can come mind, back. Yeah. In his mind, he's like, I already said, I already said that. I already said that. But so, in her mind, but we're cool. Well, you know, but you know, the, that's the thing he's saying, he's saying, but we're cool. Look at, I'm liking yeah, your shit. Right. You know, like if I had somebody in the crowd, it's so backhanded though. It's so backhanded. Like, it, it's kind of like if you were playing, like if I was on stage and there was one person in the back, just giving me, Mm-hmm. such applause and adoration. I'd be like, oh, that person's a good guy. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, oh, look at that. I like that guy. Yeah. 
He keeps applaud, applauds every joke, every everything. He's on board, laughing hysterically. Mm-hmm. And then I would think of them in a positive light. So mm-hmm. now these likes, as sad as this sounds, we can all believe, we can all say it doesn't exist, but... Listen, everyone knows the people who like their shit. Everyone knows the people that don't like their shit. We all know the people that don't follow us back. Mm-hmm. We all know the people that, you know, don't aren't active on Instagram, the ones that are, and we think of them in those lights in real life. And we ha- the more we talk about that, the more it becomes the re- the more we we have to talk about these things because yeah. you feel ridiculous saying it, but I, let me say it for you. It does transfer. It transfers. So what he's doing is he says, "I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but I'm still not a dick." So right. he goes on social media. He keeps liking the shit. So now he comes back and he's like, "Hey, the not dickhead's back." Yeah, I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah, can I? I'm not. And, that, and if I was this guy, I would get back. I'd be like, "Hey, going out was." I, and my move would be simple. Hey, I'm actually back in town. I'm going out tonight. We're going to this bar. Come meet up with some friends. Mm-hmm. Now it's casual. Now it's late night. Now it's drinking. Now it's going. We've already had sex. So why shouldn't? Wouldn't she do it no, again? No, they haven't had sex yet. He said. The second time they hooked up, right. but they've already seen each other naked. So why, w- you know, she's already signed on. Yeah. Why wouldn't she resign? Right. I think that he's not going to ever be <coughs> the guy that's like, I want to be in a relationship. Totally agree. I think she's been boxed, and mm-hmm. that's it. The yeah. only in to turn him, the only way to really turn him is to deny that late night. Hey, I'm going out with friends. All you have to do is turn and write your contract back. That's the yeah. thing. He gave his contract. Now you give your your. Now you have to give a contract back that you're willing to do. Mm-hmm. So if he says, "Hey, I'm back. We're going out." Your move as the girl. If I'm a girl, I would write back, "Hey, I can't do that tonight. Uh, I'm so excited." And be positive. I'm yeah. so excited you're back. I would love to see you. Let me know if you want to do drinks next week. Yeah. Now the ball is back in his court. He can sign. Now your contract is out there. Okay. If you want to see me. I need drinks. I need. I need effort. I need time spent. Right. If he won't do that, that's okay. That's okay. Don't take it personally. That's just where he is. It's just where he is. Oh, it has nothing to do with you. And the thing is, we're all afraid. A lot of girls will be afraid to send that text back because they're like, they won't get the date. They won't get the date, and they'll be like, oh, what did I do wrong? And they missed out on another night that could have been fun. But that's just going to lead to more questions Mm. later. Totally. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Amy, thank you for coming on. This is great. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Go follow Amy at Amy Shanker, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Snapchat? Yeah. Snapchat, get involved. Super funny. AmyShanker.com. We're going to come right back with Hypotheticals and News. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. Amy Shanker, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Fantastic. At Amy Shanker, amyshanker.com. Go find her supporter. Great. Yep. Man Samp. Hey, bud. What's going on? Not too much, man. At Man Samp on Twitter, at Man Samp on Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. Yep. Let's do some hypotheticals. You ready? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Papa JT, thank you for the advice regarding oatmeal. You've helped a lot of people's relationships tremendously, but I don't. Uh, but I don't that you have helped any anything the way that you've helped my poops. <laughs> you're welcome. That's what you're known for. <laughs> With yeah. Halloween approaching, so the Halloween is tonight. Mm-hmm. So we'll do this. You know, perfect. Yeah, people will be listening with their Halloween hangover. Yep. Would uh, here's a scary. Would you rather <laughs> a woman you've been with but haven't seen in two years approaches you with a small child? The child instantly sees you and asks, "Papa JT." <laughs> Two, go directly to jail for six years. If you pass go, do not collect $200, insert bad Jew joke. Both would provide outstanding comedy material, but would present their own challenges for your living life as you do now. 
What do you guys think? Yeah, that stint in jail provided a really hilarious story to you. <laughs> that was so I, know, so I was in jail. You guys know what that was like. <laughs> what do you think? Two-year-old uh, brought to your doorstep? Yeah, of course. Or jail. jail? For six years, you'll come out a different person. Different person? Mm-hmm. It also depends. Am I going to white jail? No, you're not going to no, white jail. No, you're going jail. to bad jail. Oh, bad <laughs> Not going to easy jail. That was a joke, everybody. Okay, <laughs> that was a joke, everybody. I I feel like I have to say that no, now that's fine. after I defended Trump. <laughs> no, white, white jail doesn't mean all white people. It just means white, white collar, collar crime. White, white collar, collar crime. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You're going to blue collar jail. Blue collar jail. Working man jail. Working man jail. Yeah, you're going to be in the yard. Uh, I don't think that... this is a tough one for me. That's my biggest fear: the baby thing. But oh, I'm is it? Not a, no. Yeah. Well. Um, there's the butt stuff though too. The butt Would stuff you in rather? jail. Yeah. <sighs> is he kind? Is he soft? Is he gentle? I doubt you know? he's soft. I mean, I doubt he's he's doing not the a lot of thing. moisturizer in there. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of moisturizer in the clink. I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah. I guess I'd go with the two-year-old Papa JT. Right? You're doing that. Yeah, I would do that. Man, yeah, Sam. take the kid on weekends or whatever. It's fine. <sighs> That's a tough one. Nah. It's like it. Basically, what that is, if you do the kid on weekends, then you're serving your six years in prison on the outside because that's 18 years of <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. Uh, let's do. Uh, let's go to the, some news. Uh, so, the, I feel like it's only going to be relevant for like another week or so because we got the election coming up. Trump staff, his staffers, were caught taking media members to a Vegas strip club after the debate. <laughs> Uh, at least, know. at least it's in line with the whole thing, right? You know, like that. Like you could have read if Trump's said brunch, I would be like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. took us to attended, diversity training, attended yeah. a gay wedding, <laughs> yeah, and had a fabulous time. And like that would have been the right. shocking thing. I, I, like, there's no, there's very few Trump stories that would surprise me at this point, right? Well, it just makes sense in Vegas while you're out there. It's like, fuck it, it's the last debate. Well, this is one of those stories that kind of feels like it's everyone just jumping on the grave. Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah, I, I think this is like, this isn't something that I wouldn't believe has happened for years and years and years right. in politics. Like, right. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a story that was like, <laughs> yeah, Hillary's uh, media people took the media out to a strip club. Like, if she did it, I'd be like, yeah, I guess I could see that, too. Well, yeah, well that's the other side of the story. It's like it's CNN people, it's Fox people, MSNBC people. When yeah. they get off TV... They're all just they hanging out to go to the goddamn strip club. Yeah, yeah he's probably just <laughs> showing people what he meant by the grab and by the pussy. Comment. Exactly. Right. Like, Listen, See, money in one hand, pussy in the other. <laughs> it's two fingers. You put your thumb on the navel and you get around. It's like a bowling ball. I don't know. It's uh, it's um, uh, it's. I just wrote a whole thing about the grab pussy thing. So if you guys want to check out a column, it's called Uber ratings suck. Um, <laughs> how are those related Tell the me. internet sucks I, I just hate the internet <laughs> like you have to call it Uber rating sucks so someone will read it Right. Uh, the whole thing was just about like when you get in an Uber like I feel badly for Billy Bush I do feel badly for him like yeah, the, I don't understand why he I got think he was just all. trying to appease Trump Honestly, did I talk about this on the? On the I don't think so. But can I just before? But I agree with what you're yeah. saying. You're right. That's his entire job. It was it's just like, like uh-huh, blowing uh-huh. the guy that he's hanging out with, yeah, yeah. or the girl or whatever. It's uh, like he's, also he's in private. Yeah. Like, uh, also, it, here's the the comparison that I'll give. When you get in an Uber car, okay. When you get in an Uber, they have the ability to rate you, so you act as good a behavior as you can, even if you don't think about the rating. Mm-hmm. It's still a little bit in the back of your mind, and. I had an Uber driver. She was literally like, hey, you know, hospitals put chips in babies' feet. 
Uh, and I wasn't a me, you know, a me. If someone just said that to you on the street, you'd be like, "Get the fuck away from me, crazy!" Right? She's the driver. I got to get to my airport. I got to get to, you know. I just want life to move along. Mm-hmm. So I looked at her. I was like, "Oh, really? Go on!" <laughs> you know, like, like I'm like laughing along with her whole like, you know, craziness. Right. If there was a camera on me, you'd be like, "Jared, do you believe?" <laughs> That, that that babies have trackers in them? No, I just said that because there was a crazy yeah. person. I got to fucking get to the airport. That's what, you know, Billy Bush is in that same situation. I agree. Yeah. He's being, he is being raided because he's got a person he's got to interview. Right. He, so he does technically have to work together in the same way you have to work together with an Uber driver. Right. And, and at what point, what one of us, I, and I'm saying it takes a very strong person that I don't think I'm not that strong. I'll admit it to look at, and to hear Donald Trump be like, yeah, I just grab him in the pussy and then be like that. <laughs> what? Donald, yeah. please stop. Hold on a second. Yeah. Right. That does not go in line with my sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody's like, going to do it. Who would do that? Well, and especially Trump, who obviously amongst other reasons, you know, why people are supporting it. It's like he is a huge personality that he's just going to, pull you in like even no but like he, i don't support trump people don't support him but i bet if you were around him for a while you'd be like nah, i bet you he's, you know like he's fun to have a drink with personally, but totally. like, oh, yeah. as long as he stays on his side of the table yeah you know? well the, right. the, that's why the whole the whole thing was brought down by you know billy's like get in for a hug and you're like <laughs> yeah that's a little gross but like i don't i also don't believe that billy or trump i don't believe that any of us think that trump was going to go in for that hug and then be like Watch this pussy grab it now. Yeah. Like he what wasn't like, yeah. yeah, let me let me show you how it's done. Just you know, like, at him. Yeah. You know, like we're and it's, so there were the, all these videos of like guys being like, that is not locker room talk to me. And it's like, <laughs> dude. Dude. Is it? I don't I haven't been to one of your shocking. locker rooms. It's here, not shocking here, to me. Here was the problem with this though. He goes, you know, I just grab him by the pussy because I'm famous. They let mm. me do whatever they want. Yeah. If he had added the word I liked. I want to. You know what I mean? Like if you put the phrase, he said, "I, I just do." I it. want to yeah, grab the That's different. That's a completely I, different story. Uh, yeah, than being like I just assaulted. This people, is, but know? this is the other thing. This is. I'm not saying that's a statement I've ever heard. I've never heard right. someone say, "Yeah, just grab him in the pussy." And like right. I've never heard that before right. in a locker room. But okay? I've had that happen to me before. Really? Yeah. You had someone literally grab well, you by the twice. pussy. Tell that he, story. <laughs> I was just. I was at a bar and I was. Um, standing in a group of friends and there I like shifted one way and there was a guy sitting in a chair and he just reached his hand. I was wearing jeans no and he reached his hand. Uh. And um I was so shocked and I just like I was Did I didn't even it? know like, what, what to do. You- I said if you do that again I'm gonna slap the shit out of you, you know? And then um oh half hour later I'm with my friends, we're in another area of the bar and he is right there again and does it again and I slap the shit out of him. Yeah, and well, that's I'm sorry that so, happened. That's fucking Which I should have just done the first time. But no, should have you know, when you're in yeah. that situation like well that's again it was shocking. It's shocking. I'm like, what just happened? I don't think and you can disagree with me if you'd like uh that that guy is in the locker room being like oh, I'm just grabbing pussy and that's my thing and like and like that seems like a statement that he wasn't coming out with, right? You know, like <laughs> you know, like it's so. But I, the shock of someone being like, "That's not how I've ever heard in the locker room." It's like, dude, I've heard people say that they smash pussy. I think that's, that's different. Two clicks though. away. 
It's not, though, because one seems like it might be more consent consensual than the other. Totally agree, but I'm saying, like, the shockedness of oh, it. Like, the, like, yeah. like, oh, I've like never the verbi- heard... The, the verbiage is... Yeah, I get Like, it, is on but... par with, like, other gross shit. Because mm-hmm. I look like a douchebag, so I have other douchebags <laughs> say shit to me all the time that I am like, that was a fucking weird... I had a guy, I was at a party once, and he just came up to me, and he go, and he saw a girl with a choker... On, on TV, and he goes, chicken a choker, you know what that means, and then just walks away. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Right. But I'm not going to stand up and be like, get back here. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Yeah. My mother wears chokers. <laughs> you know, like, right. I just don't, I, when a guy is like, I am shocked. Like, don't be shocked. No, you're not shocked. I yeah. think it's a disgusting thing to say. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and what you're saying is like, if he had said it with a want, but when you're talking, when you're a guy who talks like that, no, of course, right. You don't, right. you, to you, like, it's like when someone's like, I was joking. And you're like, yeah, yeah your joke sucked. But it's a dumb joke. Or like, if you what? went word for word on someone's joke that sucked, you'd be like, you just said you like raping girls, mm-hmm. you know, and and he wouldn't even the intent of like saying such a thing, like right, you know, right. is it beyond him? Yeah, you know, so that's how I I think that if people were to say something to stop that type of locker room talk, I'd be like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, and that's it. Like, it's not going to be. A, you could be like, ugh. I would do like that's as close as I have ever gotten. Where I'm like, ugh, come on, like, what's oh, wrong r- with really? you? you just, you or just not laugh. laughing. I just yeah. don't laugh, yeah. and I'm like. Uh, right like sometimes people send me stuff over snap that they think is like hilarious and i'll just write cool (laughs) you know what i realized about trump actually like just watching him over these 18 months and that's what my podcast is about like we talk about news and politics and stuff he's the ultimate yes and guy trump yeah if you like if in that moment (laughs) billy bush was like Oh no, you don't. Stop. He's like, no, you're right. I don't. Like he would just go yeah. with whatever. The thing <laughs> I, you yeah, said. I, I do kind of that. agree with that. I agree with that. Like because you can see it even when he can't help himself. Right. No. Like when Rosie O'Donnell was brought up in the debate, he's like, yeah, oh, and God. I was right about her. It's like, dude, he you're cannot. talking about Rosie O'Donnell now. Right. <laughs> like, right. Not you couldn't avoid that subject. No, he's gonna go with it. That's Let's, my. He can't control what comes out of his mouth. Oh, like, at all. He needs a Wrangler. It, it's, I, that's, <laughs> yeah. I think we're way beyond that. I, <laughs> any more, sir? We'll do one more. Uh, we could do one more, yeah. I wanted to mix this, this one in. It's an interesting story I was reading the other day. Van Gogh, the famous painter, mm-hmm. cut off his ear. That's the whole story. Yes. And it was because he was crazy or whatever. His paintings weren't being sold. Yep. That's the, the idea. But now they've, they've like done some research into it. They found some letters. Mm. But the reason he cut his ear off is because his brother was getting married. And his brother was the one that was like his emotional support and would fund him the mm. ability to paint and all that stuff. And so he got so upset that the brother was going to get married. He was going to lose that relationship. Mm. He felt. You he know cut what? his ear off. You, you know what? Yeah. We live in an age. Yeah. There's no fucking illusion anymore. No. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that story that, you know, this is kind of what's going this is kind of like what people are written you know south park is nailing it this season if you're not watching south park this season you gotta get off turn this off immediately (laughs) and go let's go watch every episode they've done and it's just like the idea that like we just we just know everything now right you know like nobody's a hero and you can only get so big you know you can only get so uh cartoonish as a human anymore Mm -hmm. like all our 
All our sports figures, you see it with Tom Brady, taken down. Peyton Manning, HGH, taken down. They, Michael Jordan, gambling, taken down. You can everyone. only, everyone, there's only so high to get. Now we've run out of superstars living. Van Gogh, let's figure out how that was wrong. <laughs> right. you know, like, right. like, who's researching this? Yeah. Being like, hey guys, remember that cool story about, you know, you know, cutting over adversity and cutting off your ear and being a genius? It's not that true. <laughs> right, he was just upset his brother wasn't going yeah. to pay his rent. Yeah, yeah he, could, he couldn't get hard. Maybe, right. maybe, like, oh, maybe, hard. <laughs> maybe it was, he was upset because his brother wasn't there to listen to him anymore. Yeah, ooh. Oh, and he threw his ear out. I'm like, so here! Like, <laughs> just in case you, yours don't work yeah. after you get married. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, That's it, maybe what it was. It could have been that. You know, I just, it's so funny to see, like, we're just... We're just going back through history and ruining everybody. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. you know, there was, I bet it was a dry wedding. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. And the thing is, it's it's the access to information that is great on some cases, and but horrible. we know everything. You can't hide a fucking thing. Like, we're all going to, I feel like everyone in this room is just going to get brought down in some small way at the point of their life. Point, we're living yeah. long enough now, and there's so much out there. So we'll take that quote <laughs> yeah. down. So, like, now, it's like even Van Gogh, you couldn't let Van Gogh just be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, no. Nope. Fuck it. We're going to ruin this shit, too. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Van Gogh. I'm just thinking of all these other Tiger. people. Tiger. You can only get so high. Yeah. Before, before they bring everybody you the wants down. to take you down. Nobody, it just happens. I mean... Schumer, you see people trying to do it with She's, her that's every right week. Now. There's My a mom's new story. going to see her tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, Schumer's hysterical. I mean, she was mm-hmm. hilarious, so funny. Yeah. But every week you see a new story of them being like, ah, 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 grabbing yeah. her at the coattails. There was an article I just read about. It, it, the title of the article was Amy Schumer is racist. Oh, <laughs> and so that. is her executive producer. <sighs> and you're like, <laughs> like of the racists. <laughs> Is this the one? If okay, let's say she's got racism to her. You know, right. that's the one that you're gonna bring down. But also, like that's how short our attention spans have gotten. That they're just putting it all in the title. In the title, and nobody's gonna read no. it. Like, right. Okay, got okay. that. Okay. All right, Bill, Bill, the racist Bill group. Maher makes that point all the time on the show, where he's like, he chastises liberal, like he's a very liberal guy, but he chastises liberals for being like, you're going after people that agree with you ninety yeah. percent of the time. Like, yeah, people that so, don't agree with you at all. Uh, let me just say this right now, okay? Let me put this out there so I never get taken down i'm racist okay yeah. i'm racist i look at people i know good for you buddy. so uh, let me come out i'll yeah. just be a racist i, well, I think it's easier to do that than about. to get like have someone bring you on stage and be like what do you think of black lives matter and then you say like one wrong thing like you're wrong because you're white and it's like okay yeah, i'm yeah, just racist like, well, I don't know. i'm just racist now yeah. the, that that it was either that article or a different one was basically like yeah everybody's racist okay yeah that that was that article it was yeah if you read that article it is um quite a read to just <laughs> Go read, go find that. Google what exactly what I just said. Yeah, Amy Schumer's just, a racist and, and so is her executive <laughs> producer. Because it's actually so like, it is written by a woman who's like, I'm a racist. Like, mm-hmm. not like everyone's just. Just, just you know, read the article insane. and go look at yourself in the mirror for a long time. Yeah, after. you read it. You do read it and you do have a moment where like, where have we gone? <laughs> you do have a moment yeah. where it's yeah. like, you know, so. But it's a very, this was great. Uh, thank you for bringing the news. Yeah, no problem, man. We talked about some. We went. We went on a trip today. We did. A, we did really it all today. I this is say. a lot of fun. At Man time. Samp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday. 
here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. Uh, Amy Shanker, thank you for coming on. This is great. Yeah, this is a blast. Thank you for coming on at Amy Shanker on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow her. Go support her. AmyShanker.com. She does stand up and super funny, so you got to get involved. Um, and that's it. I'm Jared Free, JTrain56 on all platforms. You can send me snaps of you listening. I love that. JTrain56 on Snapchat. Also at Jared Freed on Instagram, JTrain56 on Twitter. Uh, we're here every Tuesday and Friday. Let me say this again. Friday's episode is going to be a little bit different than this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we got through it, though. We got four emails in there. We, we did got hypotheticals. We got <laughs> emails. We got hypotheticals. And we got very drunk. So uh, keep sh- share this episode with friends. This is, this is the normal you know, podcast. Yeah. And that one's just a little different normal version of the podcast. So uh, go share it with friends. That really helps us out. Rate us on iTunes. And you can uh, email in jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We'll be here next, uh, next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! <laughs>